This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 186 of This is the G Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. You know it. Thank you so much for coming back each week. We do news, politics, pop culture, and that piping hot tea from the one and only Tanya B. And, and you know, this week, you know, it, we're call, it's a strange week. We're calling this week the Gen X Rapper Fail Syndrome. You've got Ice Cube teaming up with white supremacist poster boy Tucker Carlson. Then you've got Ye, who releases his KKK version of his hoodie. It's just a tragic week for the Gen Xers, man. I don't know what to say. Plus, not not necessarily a Gen Xer, more, uh, I, I guess this would be a millennial. But Carly Russell is going to probably wind up in jail based on the charges. So she's probably going to jail. And uh, but on a brighter note, I'm Tommy B. That's me in for Tanya B. This week, I'll be doing the tea. I know some of y'all may not like it, but I'm doing the tea this week. And congrats to Tanya B. and fam. It's the birthday celebration weekend. Bird celebration. Yes. And uh, so they'll be celebrating in an undisclosed location this weekend. So that's why I am doing the tea. The note, the newsmaker crew is here. Shout out to Talib and Vi. Yes. But enough of my frivolity. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, y'all. It's another week. Let's get into it with news from Syracuse, Mike. Mike, what you got, man? News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse, Mike. The Board of Education's decision in Florida to institute new standards concerning the teaching of black history has raised alarms. It now suggests that slaves benefited from certain skills that they developed as slaves, and that became one of the topics on the Sunday talk shows. The discussions followed a trip to Florida by Vice President Kamala Harris late last week. How is it that anyone could suggest that in the midst of these atrocities that there was any benefit to being subjected to this level of dehumanization. Florida governor and presidential candidate Ron DeSantis tried to distance himself from the updated curriculum and called Harris's visit ridiculous. There is a war underway between the governor of Texas and the Biden administration. The Justice Department is suing the Republican governor over his refusal to remove a floating barrier placed on the Rio Grande to stop migrants entering the U.S. from Mexico. The federal lawsuit seeks the court's intervention in Texas to force the state to remove the roughly 1,000-foot line of bright orange buoys. The White House says the governor is breaking the law and making matters worse. Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre. Instead of coming to the table and trying to figure out a way to work together, he continues to do this really cruel, unjust, inhumane ways of moving forward with a system that has been broken for decades. She says this barrier is also making it hard to patrol the area. Governor Greg Abbott's response? See you in court, Mr. President. An investigation is underway in Ohio after an unarmed black man was mauled by a canine during a traffic stop. Ohio State Highway Patrol says the trooper tried to stop 23-year-old Jadarius Rose, the driver of a semi-truck, for a missing mud flap. Officials say Rose refused to stop, starting a police pursuit. When the chase eventually ended, Rose got out with his hands in the air. Police from Circleville, Ohio, arrived with a canine unit, and a trooper is heard saying that the canine should not be released. 
released. Do not release the dog with his hands up. Do not release the dog with his hands up. After the dog was removed, officers administered first aid and arrested Rose, who was taken to a local hospital and treated before being taken to jail. 911 calls believed to be Rose have been released. The caller can be heard telling dispatchers in at least two separate calls that he did not know why he was being pulled over or why troopers had their guns drawn. He indicated that he didn't feel safe. The officer who released the dog was placed on administrative leave several days after the July 4th incident. Carly Russell, the Alabama woman who reported seeing a toddler alongside a highway before she disappeared and later returned, now admits it was all a lie. She also apologized. It's unclear why Russell did it or if she will face charges. Tuesday, President Biden signed a proclamation creating a national monument in honor of Emmett Till and his mother, Mamie Till Mobley. The 14-year-old's brutal killing in Mississippi helped galvanize the civil rights movement. Vice President Kamala Harris. The story of Emmett Till and the incredible bravery of Mamie Till Mobley helped fuel the movement for civil rights in America. And their stories continue to inspire our collective fight for justice. The monument spread over three sites in Mississippi and Illinois will tell the story of Till's murder in 1955 and will focus on his mother's efforts to ensure his death would never be forgotten. Also at the White House Tuesday, President Biden used an event to push the nation's insurance companies to increase mental health coverage. Our plans would require health insurance plans to identify the gaps and the mental health care that they provide. New rules won't be finalized for a few months. Mr. Biden made the issue of the nation's mental health crisis part of his agenda during his 2022 State of the Union address. There was a stunning turn of events in the plea deal for Hunter Biden. It fell apart. Prosecutors, along with Biden's attorneys, disagreed at first about the scope of the agreement, and the judge then weighed in by not approving the deal. Seeking details about it Wednesday, U.S. District Court Judge Mary Ellen Noreka adjourned the hearing so that both sides could figure things out. The president's son had planned to plead guilty to two misdemeanor tax charges and likely avoid punishment on a felony gun charge. It could be another month before a decision. In a court filing by Rudy Giuliani, former President Trump's one-time lawyer admitted to making defamatory statements against Georgia election workers. Ruby Freeman and her daughter Shea Moss filed a lawsuit against Giuliani. The election workers were cited by Giuliani and then Trump as an example of election fraud in Georgia when they were accused of manipulating ballots, which was not true. It should be noted that Giuliani says he does not accept that his statements caused damage to the election workers and that his latest admission should not affect his argument that his statements about the 2020 elections are constitutionally protected by the First Amendment. He still wants to get the lawsuit dismissed. Carly Russell, the Alabama woman who made headlines earlier this month, is now facing two misdemeanor charges after lying to police about being kidnapped and seeing a child alongside the road. Russell turned herself in and has been released on bond. Former President Trump is reacting to additional charges in the documents case, telling Breitbart. We have a sick country. Our country is very sick right now. We have a failing nation. New charges include claims that Trump asked an employee of his Mar-a-Lago club to delete security camera footage. That employee has been added as a new defendant by prosecutors. 
The Justice Department is investigating the Memphis Police Department following the death of Tyree Nichols. Here's Ebony McMorris. The investigation seeks to determine whether Memphis PD had been engaging in discriminatory policing and violating constitutional rights through excessive use of force, searches, and arrests. Assistant Attorney General Kristen Clark announced the inquiry based on public available information and emphasized everyone's right to non-discriminatory policing. The probe is distinct from a federal criminal civil rights investigation into the officers directly linked to Nichols' death, which spurred citywide protests. Amid the investigation, federal officials are set to create guidelines to help mayors and police chiefs decide when specialized units should be formed. This marks the ninth such investigation into law enforcement misconduct by the Justice Department during the Biden administration. For AURN News, I'm Ebony McMorris. Hey, what's up? Thanks, Mike, for the headlines. Whoo, y'all. Jack Smith is, I guess I can say it on the podcast, lighting Trump's ass up, for lack mm. of a better term. It's almost like, you know, you watch Training Day, uh, Lonzo in training day at the end when he gets out of the Russian mob, they oh, just yeah. lighten it. I mean, he's he's lighting them up. And we, we haven't even gotten to the January 6th charges. Uh, maybe by the time this airs, they probably would have rolled something out. What I'm hearing is, as we tape this, could be potentially on, on Tuesday, and Fonnie Willis is coming right behind that within a couple of weeks. So, right. you know, new defendant added, you know, and you know, again, we haven't even heard January 6th, nor have we heard Fonnie Willis. So, it's interesting. Right. But anyway, y'all, the Newsmaker crew is here. Y'all give it up for the one and only Talib Shabazz. <laughs> Talib, Talib, Talib is in the building for episode 186. And again, Vi, the country commentator is back. Hey, what's up, my people? What's up? Sporting his hat as always. Vi, thank you so much, man. Talib, thank you so much, man. Thank you for running in here. And you know, Talib, because when we tape sometimes, y'all know you be dealing with that traffic dog. So, <laughs> and you know. Hey, that's why you should stay in the country. <laughs> All righty. Uh, you know, the country, sometimes the country man and the red state just don't go together. Don't go together. But anyway, I'm Tommy B, your host, man. And and I do, before we get into the hot topics, I got to say, really, uh, I got to thank our top 20 cities, man. Uh, for 30 days. And, and I promise I do this every few weeks, man. ATL, thank you so much. Birmingham, Alabama, Johannesburg, South Africa, McDonough, Georgia. Uh, New Cross, England is jumping up in here. Peckham, England, uh, Decatur, Georgia, Columbus. Your folks are here by Columbus, Georgia, uh, Lawrenceville, Georgia, uh, Lithonia, uh, Pretoria, South Africa, an unknown city in Louisiana, Accra, Ghana, uh, Ranfontein, South Africa. Thank you, South Africa's off the chain this week. Uh, Boston, Mass, uh, Roswell, Georgia, and P- P- Palm Beach, Florida. Palm Beach, Florida. Thank you so much. I know that's JR down in Palm Beach. And uh, Mobile, Alabama. All our good friends in Mobile, Alabama. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Those are the top 20. If you ain't in the top 20, y'all, you know, uh, you got to share the show. That's all. That's all. Say, you know, just share the show more and you'll wind up in the top 20. Uh, Again, shout out to the international audience, especially UK and South Africa. Thank you so much. Uh, Two big things for the week I want to get into. And and really, one of the things is kind of a two in one, y'all. Two sad moments for rappers. I guess you can say it. Uh, Ice Cube gives uh, the white supremacist poster child, who I call Tucker Carlson, an interview in South Central L.A., and the 54-year-old rapper, you know, his father of five, says he didn't trust the science behind the COVID-19 vaccine, uh, says it was a six-month rush job. Um, he mentioned that he turned down $9 million 
uh, a film because he refused to give back. You know, he insisted on showing, uh, making it a lesson for his kids that he, you know, stands for his principles. Uh, he told Carlson he was initially hopeful about Barack Obama, but felt nothing changed during the Obama administration. And to be fair, he did say that things didn't change in previous presidential administrations as well, going back to Carter. But he did, you know, take another shot at Obama. <laughs> he said Obama's election was symbolic. So, and, and the other rapper, and then I'll throw it to you guys, is Ye. And, and Kanye has decided again to do something fashionable. And according to Media Takeout, he's released a new KKK and for those maybe internationally who don't know what the KKK is, we know what it is. The Ku Klux Klan hoodie. hoodie. It's a Ku Klux Klan inspired <laughs> hoodie. I, I can't, you know, I, okay, it doesn't end there. You can't make and it up. I ain't making it up. And then he basically, can't. I, I can't, I can't make it up. I'm not making this up. And then to make things worse, he has his daughter, North modeling the KKK hood on social media. So with that said, two and one, the rappers, I'm going to throw to you to leave and Vi, you jump in. But, you know, what are you what are your thoughts, man? What's what's going on? I mean, Gen X, man, these are kind of the Gen X rappers. What's happening, bro? Well, you kind of in there. You, you yeah, probably yeah. met these guys, you know? Yes. And, you know, it's uh, it's it's mind boggling. That's what it is. You know, when, when I think of ice cube and what he has done with the, you know, the Trump meeting and the the whole plan, he's trying to get to Trump. And now talking to Tucker Carlson, all I could think of is his line in no Vaseline where he says, I'll never have dinner with the president. I'll never have dinner with the president, you know? And it's like, Not only are you having dinner with the president, but you're also now talking to Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Of all people, like, you know, I I I really didn't want to watch the uh, the actual show. You know, um, I kind of was hoping that I could just get away with just the sound bites. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because number one, I don't want to give. I don't know Tucker Carlson. But I don't want to give him any kind of anything, you know, Mm -hmm. like I don't want to give him a a view. I don't want to give him a like. I don't want to I don't want any of that because, I, 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 you know, this guy is very, very uh, racist. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any other word? Here's the thing. I don't really. But he he hides his he, he, he couches his racism in his intellect. Well, see, and, the whole, you know, not really, <laughs> not really, and that's what the problem is. So, so really, only thing I want to say about Cube, and 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 they, you know, they made mention of this in a couple of the news outlets that I that I checked. You know, yeah. talking about you know, Cube has said he has the right to talk to anybody. Mm, yeah, and this is true. I'm not talking, you know, but the thing is, is what good is going to come out of a conversation with Tucker Carlson. Yeah. For Q. Yeah. At least I could understand why you wanted to meet with Trump. You know what I mean? Because you got an agenda. You want to try and make sure that certain things are getting covered. He's reaching out so to, to, to find support from anybody. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with that. I'm with that. You yeah. know, but Tucker Carlson? 
Yeah. Nah, man. I think that I think that you know. And here's the here's the funny thing. There was a part in the uh, I can't remember exactly what it was. What they what what led to it, but they were saying something about uh, he's the least obedient. Oh, yeah. one of the least obedient players in Hollywood. Mm. Like, you know, if you're trying to make a good impression with someone, how yeah. can you how can you come off with a with a statement like, yeah, you know, he's the least obedient? Can I let me say something, man? Yeah, yeah, please. You know, if this had been Chuck D. I probably would be on a chair with a noose around my neck <laughs> in the crib <laughs> about to jump off the chair because right. it's so polar opposite of what he was about right. when I was a super fan. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, even though I, I, I supported Cube, I mean, Cube was maybe slightly, definitely like more so past the public enemy generation. Right. But but, but still, no, I was really. I was there. Not really, because yeah. this is the, uh, yeah. the, the, the first solo album was almost, that was produced by the Bomb Squad. Yeah. The same yeah. people who did Public Enemy. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you did the Burn Hollywood Burn song on that album. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. again... Now you know. Let's be real. You know, and I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm a, I'm a end I'm a end it with this one. Yeah. You know, it's as times change, people change, and as a as an adult now at 53, I'm definitely doing things different than I was doing at 23. Mm-hmm. But there are still certain things that I won't do, and having a conversation with someone who is antagonistic as Tucker Carlson is. You know, mm-hmm. did you realize, I don't know if you watched any of it, but did you even realize that Tucker Carlson not once presented, you know, his side of the story? Yeah. You know what I mean? There was I, did, no, I didn't watch no, it, but... Okay, yeah. there was no back and yeah. forth. There was yeah. no talker, Tucker Car- uh, talking over Ice Cube. This was a straight... This was probably one of the best interviews I've seen Tucker Carlson do with somebody who does not share his views. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but again... What the hell? And speaking of what the hell, Kanye, I mean, I, you know, look, I'm tired of shock value. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Kanye, come on, bro. What the fuck? Excuse my language. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Why yeah, would you yeah. do? Look, man, if yeah. you just wanted to make a hoodie, people wear, are wearing hoodies like, like the kind that he designed, you yeah. know, where you could zip it all the way up and you've covered your face. Yeah. But to have it come to a point, Mm-mm. And be all white and with just eyes showing, and yeah. then you get your daughter to do it. Come on, yeah, yo. I draw the line at. You but you know, I mean, what the fuck was pretty much the general consensus mm-hmm. for yeah. most people, mm-hmm. as it should be, because yeah. it's like, yo, what point are you really trying to make? You're yeah. now comparing yourself to a Nazi. You know yeah. what I mean? You're, are you? Do you want to be in the KKK? <laughs> You know, like, no, man, man. The boy, boy, I'm not even putting it like the boy needs help anymore. I'm just tired of him. I'm just tired of him. I don't care what he comes out with next. I'm going to throw it to you, Vi, real quick. What what you got, Vi? This help help, we stop saying that. He's sick. He's stupid. No, he's ignorant. He's beyond, he is so ignorant with his trying to prove to the world that he's so intelligent. He is just showing his ignorance because he's bowed down to them what he realized now. And this Ice Cube, I don't understand what he's doing with this Tucker Carlson, but you want to talk about a bummer. My thing is, I'm not fooled by you. Hmm. You are doing this for yourself. 
You don't think about us. You talk a game that you about the black people, but you're not. You're about yourself. Yeah. You're about yourself. Because what are you doing to help the community? Well, like, like my man said, what did that interview do that had any goodness uh, for the community? What did that interview do? Tucker Carlson has said so many things. Why are you even entertaining an interview with him? Yeah. I agree. Why? I mean, you know, he's he's propping up. I mean, one of the things that Tucker Carlson does and has done is prop up the white supremacist agenda. Correct. In many cases, in in his in you know in his social media presence, in his guest on the show, his interviews, and and that's you know I I don't have any issue with Cube having his his point of view. You know, I've yeah, heard I it from I I, I've heard it I, I've heard it from a lot of a lot of you know male rappers. You know, this is nothing new. The issue I have is who he did the interview with. That's the bottom line. I Correct. mean, why Tucker Carlson? That's the main thing for me. As for, Ye, as for Ye, I'm, I'm, I agree. I agree with y'all, man. I, I hate to even have to talk about it on the show, but it's so it, it's gotten to a point where it's so extreme and nonsensical and that I make a I make an example of it because people still follow his shit. People are still trying to buy Yeezys. As a matter of fact, Adidas had the Yeezys that they had to hold on to that he no longer owns, and they're selling out. <laughs> you know, so people are still buying his stuff. So it's just the the irony. I like to just the absurdity of it is is what I point to because people are still buying yay shit. I mean, this week that, that's the story came out. Yeah, the, the, this week five the story came out about Adidas selling out the 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 inventory they had from his Nazi debacle. They're selling that stuff out. Go ahead. Mike. Thing is, be honest. With, be honest with us. Tell yeah. us why you're really doing it. You're doing it for the money. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing it for the I'm, money. I'm going I'm to say this, and, and I'm, we're going to move on to Carly Russell, but I, I do want to, I think that one of the things, and I've said this on the show before, I do think the Democratic Party, the left, the liberal, liberal part of politics has to do a better job in uh, dealing and, and presenting to black men. I think they have, without a doubt, there's a disconnect because you, you don't, you hear a lot of this stuff from, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Tlaib, because you deal with a lot of these guys, but but you can go down the list when you hear Puffy, sometimes Puffy says some problematic shit that goes against the grain or, or what you would think would be a black, right. I mean, it's just, you know, they all, they, I could go down the list, you know, LL Cool J is a Republican, so <laughs> low key, but I'm just saying, I don't have any problem with what party you represent, but I do think that there's uh there's a disconnect and there's the, continues to be a problem with the left, the Democratic Party, when it comes down to attracting, keeping, retaining and making black men because black male, black men tend to be more entrepreneurial. A lot of these guys, you know, the taxes when all that, you know, gets in their pocket. So they start thinking that they're Republican and they move away from the social issues, you know, just like what we're dealing with with Florida. So I, I do think that's something that, that needs to be addressed. OK, all right, let's move on to Carly Russell, y'all. Um, just a couple of quick points. And, and, I'll, and, you know, she made a statement, of course, that this was all a hoax, you know, and through a statement from her law, lawyer, uh, she admitted it was a hoax. She was not kidnapped. Um, within the statement, she said there was no kidnapping on July 13th. Uh, basically, the lawyer said, my client did not see a baby on the side of the road. Uh, she never left Hoover, the Hoover, Alabama area. 
Uh, she apologized to people who helped her, all the people who came to her aid uh, on social media, as well as her friends and family. And she asked for prayers and understanding. I'm gonna start with you, Vi. Um, do you think she should be prosecuted for yeah, for all yeah. this? Yes. Yes. Do you say yes? Why do you, Why do you say yes? Because she she was wrong. I mean, look look what she did. It was a hoax. Okay. Mm-hmm. When did, why when did, when did it become a hoax? When you realized you couldn't get away with it, that one became a hoax. And just think what the uh, the the uh, the harm you done to black women or to anybody who get lost now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For future. I'm not saying she should go in jail for years and years, but she should get prosecuted. A heavy fine, some months, something. No, she has to pay for it. Because she did break the law. So yeah. Yeah. What about you, Talib? Should she be prosecuted? Yes. Um, I don't think that I would want to see her, you know, serving hard time. Right. Or, you know, something to that extreme. But look, the whole thing is, is we got it. There needs to be some kind of deterrent so that somebody doesn't do this again. Again. And I'm not saying that it won't happen. I mean, mm. we had the runaway bride. We've had a couple of other things where people have faked kidnappings and stuff like that. But, yo, know, this is sis. Come on. I just need you to <laughs> use just a little bit better judgment. That's all. But yeah. I would like to know why did she do it, though? Can I, at least, can I find that? Can you tell me why? I, I mean, think I, that's gonna be that's gonna be an Oprah interview. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know why. No. For, for me, for me, she's gonna get me, paid for this. For me to get it, no, I think she should not get paid. That should that should be the number one. Thing. I agree. I'm she just telling get, you what's gonna happen, bro. Making, they should make it where she cannot get any money for this. But I I'm think just telling you what's gonna happen. Yeah. For this to get closed, we need to know what. I mean, closure. I agree. Why? Well, let me say, let me say my, I'm going to say this, man, because there are two levels that she's got to deal with from what I'm, from what I understand, uh, Alabama law is more of a misdemeanor. So if they try her on Alabama or they, they go after her from, from a state standpoint, it's going to be more of a misdemeanor and there may be some time, but you know, they'll probably give her probation and a, and a monetary fine for all the resources. Okay. Uh, but if, if it goes to the feds, (laughs) it's a felony. Because, you know, basically you lied to, a fe- you know, you, you know, you lied to federal officials. So on that level, it's more, you know, it's more extreme, you know. So so I will say uh, I agree with you. I think something's going to have to happen. I would rather see her probably uh, find on the maybe on the state level. Uh, I don't want to see it become a federal case. I want to see yeah. all that federal energy go to Trump. Don't move that federal energy. Nah, take that. Keep it where it needs to be. Okay, just keep keep it on a local level. Okay, I agree. All right, so um, big takeaways for the week, y'all. I'm going to start with you, Talib. What's your big takeaway, your big story for the week? Uh, My big story is uh, Elon Musk changing the name of Twitter to X. there was a guy by the name of Alan Adamson, who's the co-founder of a marketing consulting company called Metaforce. And his quote to the Associated Press was that the users of the platform won't get it, meaning the name change. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said it's a fitting end to a phenomenal unwinding of an iconic brand and business. 
And, you know, this is basically, to me, it's just, you know, this guy has done everything wrong with Twitter from the start. Putting too much money into it, trying to make people pay for the check marks and all this other stuff. And, And now you change the name? Like, who is still... I don't know anybody that has been talking about staying on the Twitter platform with this name change. I think it was silly. I mean, I know why people do it, you know, because that that is pretty much the end of his takeover of yeah. this thing. And, he, and, you know, X is supposed to be this everything app. But what the heck is an everything app? Yeah. Let me tell you, let me, the only reason I think a lot of people are still with Twitter is the big thing in Twitter is trending. People mm-hmm. like to go to the trending to see what the big stories are for the day, for the moment. And I think when Threads figures out how to get that on their platform, it's, it might be a wrap. But yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I, I think uh, it's almost like he's sabotaged the, the, the app from start from the start. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, Bob, what's your what's your big story? What's your big takeaway for the my week? My big takeaway, let me give a shout out to my frat brothers, the Alpha Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. They have decided, because of the uh, bad, unscrupulous politics in Florida, to take away the Alpha Alpha Convention, National Convention, out of Florida for 2025. I'm going to give it up. That's going to cost... <laughs> That's gonna cost the state. Of, that's gonna that's gonna cost the state of Florida about four point six million dollars. Hey, that ain't chump change. No, it's not. I'm I'm, I'm happy for uh, actually. Uh, I I give Alpha Phi Alpha props because they, they have stayed, done. Yeah, they've done what the what black organizations should have been doing months ago. And they stated why they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, the press release. I think we've got it on our social media too. So, yeah, kudos to Alpha File, big time. Smart, smart, smart. All right, that's the Alpha File for calling you for the shout out by as you speak. <laughs> oh six. <laughs> Go ahead, Ben. Hey, but let me let me. I'm gonna give you all my big takeaway, and we'll wrap this up. Um, I got to give it to Boston Celtics guard Jalen Brown. Uh, got one of the largest contracts in the history of the NBA. Give it up to him. Yes. Bring it to Trump. <laughs> <laughs> and and I will I will say this: um, the contract is what one three hundred four million dollars. Wow. Three hundred four million dollars. Five year supermax extension. And uh, at this point, and, and I say at this point because somebody's going, somebody's going to either match it or go over it. But at this point, he's the highest paid player in the league. Hmm. But really, what's beautiful about this is at the press conference, he stated he wants to use the money to attack uh, the wealth disparity in Boston and bring bla- bring back Black Wall Street. So I got to give it up to him for that. But this is crazy to me because I didn't realize this that the white net worth. In Greater Boston is around two hundred forty-eight thousand dollars. The white net worth, the the U.S. black net worth, and I say U.S. because you know people born blacks you're born in the U.S. Uh, the median, no, I'm sorry, the net worth in Boston is eight dollars. So I sent you all that graph. Yes, eight dollars, like eight <laughs> under ten. And, and it's just amazing. But, you know, if you're in Atlanta, you know, don't don't even giggle or laugh because 
Um, what was it saying? The median household income for white families in Atlanta is $84,000 and the median household for black families in, uh, in Atlanta is only $28,000. So, you know, and that's from the Atlanta Wealth Building Initiative in a report. And that's just that was just this year. So, you know, I, I, I got to tell you, the wealth gap is a big issue. And I got to applaud this young brother because he didn't have to do it. He didn't have to say it. Most athletes, they come in, they get their check. You know, they, they flash a grill, flash their grill. And, you know, and, and, it, and it's, you know, see you. See you when I see you. So I got to give, you know, Jalen Brown his shouts for, for mentioning that and, and really getting into it in an intelligent way at the press conference. So kudos to him. Uh, y'all, I appreciate you as always. Talib Shabazz is in the building. Y'all give it up for Talib, the brain supreme in the building. <laughs> you never get it in. And also if I see, bye, 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 bye. Yeah, the country commentator got his hat on. He's doing this thing. Thank you so much, bye. Love your thoughts, y'all. Go to castropolis.net. Choose the people poll. Uh, go to castropolis.net as always for just about everything you can get. Uh, basically all of our social media, everything, the links are there. Leave us a voicemail. And if it's good enough, we'll play it back for you again. Thank you to leave. Thank you. Bye. Appreciate y'all. And we'll take a break and we'll come back with Tanya B and the T right after this. Appreciate it, y'all. More. This is the G podcast. After the break. Hey, everybody, what's up? It's Tommy B from This Is The G Podcast. We are now halfway through 2023. And if you've been thinking about starting your own podcast uh, in 2024, I'd love to have a chat with you. The Castropolis Podcast Network is currently accepting new shows. And if you have a clear vision and a unique voice, let's get in touch. Reach out to me at info at castropolis.net or visit the website castropolis.net. Simply click on the Contact Us button. So go to castropolis.net, click on Contact Contact us and just leave me a message. I'm Tommy B from This Is The G Podcast, and I can't wait to help you start your very own podcast journey today. Surprise, y'all. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Guess who's doing the tea is your boy, Tommy B. You know what? It's the Tanya B birthday weekend celebration. So, yes, give it up. Give it up for Tanya B and your boy, Tommy B, is here. So let's go ahead and do it. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Oh, yeah. I'm only doing it for the week, y'all. Don't get mad. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into it. We have some reassuring news about actress Shirley Ralph and her son, Etienne Maurice. Despite uh, misleading headlines suggesting otherwise, Maurice took to Twitter to dispel rumors about uh, his current health and the health of his mom following a, a recent article referencing past traumatic incidents. So they 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 reprinted some old information. But both mother and son are doing just fine. I'm not going to mention the publication. Totally unprofessional. Can't believe they did something like that. But either way, they're doing fine. Uh, in lighter news, the Migos are making headlines for two hilarious reasons. Quavo was allegedly involved in a yacht robbery. Yacht robbery? Really? Hilariously referred to as a bobbery by XXL Magazine in a now-deleted tweet. Uh, meanwhile, Offset teamed up with Jamie Lee Curtis to recreate a memorable 1988 James Brown CNN interview all to promote his upcoming music release. Gotta love their creativity, but I gotta ask the question. Um, Offset, do you think your crew will remember 1988? Just curious. Just curious. 19, some of the babies might not have been born in 1988, but I hope it works for you. Sadly, the music industry mourns the loss of Irish singer-songwriter uh, Sinead O'Connor, very much an activist, too, 
who uh, passed away at the age of 56. Her contributions to music will always be remembered. And I remember the Prince song, Nothing Compared to You. Nothing, nothing compares to you, which was done by the family, but but Sinead did it massively. She put it on the map. Okay, she made that money for Prince. There you go, Sinead O'Connor. LeBron James' son experienced a cardiac arrest during USC's basketball practice, but he is now in stable condition. This comes as a relief to his family and loved ones, and we wish Bronny a speedy recovery. Uh, in a show of solidarity, rapper Snoop Dogg canceled his Hollywood Bowl performance. In support of WGA and SAG Astra at the SAG Astra strike. Say that 20 times, y'all. It's great to see artists standing up for their fellow industry professionals. And everyone's talking about it. Everyone's talking about it. Tina Knowles, mother Beyonce, has filed for divorce from her husband, Richard Lawson, making a new chapter in their lives. Uh, we also have amazing news uh, or some amazing news from Dwayne The Rock Johnson who generously made a historic donation to the SAG-AFTRA Foundation's Relief Fund, providing much-needed support to the struggling actors. And I got to give it up to him for that. What a wonderful gesture. Great job, Rock. Great, great, great job. Unfortunately, uh, R&B songstress Jasmine Sullivan announced the passing of her mother due to cancer this week. Her heartfelt condolences go out to her and her family during this difficult time, very difficult time. Uh, in another sober update, the uh, drug dealer responsible for the tragic death of Michael K. Williams has been sentenced to two and a half years in prison. While it can't undo the loss, it does bring some closure, hopefully, to this situation. Uh, Omar, you know, of course, rest in power. Everyone knew him as Omar from The Wire. Okay. On a happier note, actor Lakeith Stansfield quietly got married. Going to give it up for Lakeith from Atlanta. Got married and welcomed his first child with partner Kashmir Trice. Kashmir Trice is her name. And congratulations to the happy couple on their new chapter. Gotta say, go see uh, The Haunted Mansion because I don't know if anybody's going to go see it this weekend. But Lakeith is in it, stars in it uh, because of Oppenheimer and what's going on with Barbie, man. I don't know. Nobody's been really talking about that movie except for the promos they've been running. So we'll see. Last but certainly not least, we congratulate Ava DuVernay. Give it up, Ava, Ava DuVernay, for becoming the first black woman in selection at the prestigious Venice Film Festival. This is a remarkable achievement and a testament to all that Ava DuVernay does. Great job, girl. You go, girl. Do your thing. Yes. That wraps the tea for the week. What you're watching is next week, y'all. It's big. It's massive. The Shy Season 6 edition begins next week. Make sure you are here for it. Make sure you go to castropolis.net. Hit me up on the blog. Don't let me down. Shy fans, come on. Come out. <laughs> Shy fans, unite. Come on. Tanya B's back next week. Happy birthday to the Bird crew. I uh, got to say happy birthday to Mama Bird. Her sister, Adrian, of course, Tanya B celebrates a birthday this week. Uh, happy birthday to all y'all. One more time. One more again. Yes, yes, yes. We got a comment from the People Poll coming up next, so let's go ahead and do it. Here we go. This is Reverend Dirk Lockwood of Atlanta, Georgia. I am so godly proud of my Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated brothers who decided in the leadership to move the National Convention from the state of Florida. What a godsend and a message to all of the Divine Nine that it is important to put 
principles above profit. This crazy, demented governor that runs the state of Florida has attacked and attacked and attacked. And it's high time that organizations, when they group together, who have so much power, I have even personally said to my wife that we have on a timeshare in Florida as a family. But until this governor has said goodbye in his governorship, I will not be traveling to the state of Florida. That's how personal this is to me. I'm also a former educator. And so it is important for me to send the message to young people to stand up for that which you believe in. And even as people try to erase history and erase your contributions in it. Thank you. Powerful words, Reverend Lockwood. Thank you so much for your people poll comments. Don't forget, y'all, if you have comments, go to castropolis.net, hit the people poll and weigh in. As always, big thanks, Syracuse Mike, Tanya B, Vi, Talib. Thanks for our crew. Thanks to the big crew, Millennial Nick, Lady J, Regia, Music by K-Dub, all those who help us make it happen week to week. Remember, uh, every Sunday, 6 p.m., you can stream us first. Links in our social media, uh, in the bio, and uh, go to castropolis.net. Everything is there. Share us with a friend. That's how we grow. Don't cost you nothing, y'all. And I'll close with this. Uh, my PSA for this episode, uh, our former president's out there talking about, you know, America's a sick country. And you heard his comments in Syracuse Mike's report. And I want to correct it and say, uh, especially for the international audience, some of y'all who may not know, but the Brits, uh, the UK, it seems like they already know because they voted 45, the worst thing to come out of America. So they already know they down. Um, but there's a lot of absurdity coming out of America. But truly, 45 is really the sickness. He's this huge sucking parasite. So if you want America to get well, then we need to rid ourselves of the parasite. That's all I got to say with that. Episode 186 is in the can. Have a great week, y'all. Peace and power to the people. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.